0: Taylor Swift, uh, her new album is very much based around and this is a conversation that we had had, uh, Evan, around lavender Mm -hmm. and the idea of lavender and a lavender haze and being so, you know, involved with your partner that like you're just in the haze and doesn't, you know, key in on the what that means Mm -hmm. to to a large section of the community. She talks a lot about uh, hairpin drops, Mm -hmm. um, which is, which is, you know, code for, you know, dropping hairpins is code for letting people know that you're gay. She she has a a line in a song.
1: um, Also, if you're like that's hairpin is such like an antiquated word to use. Sorry. And now I'm doing it. See, now I'm doing it. it, and,
0: And and it's important because because these are Taylor Swift is incredibly, as we talked about, very calculated and intentional about what she writes um, and what and how she shows off herself. And so when things don't quite sound right in her lyrics, when things sound out of time or a bit, you know, the rhyme scheme isn't ideal, people take notice. Um, in, in a song Right Where You Left Me, where she sings about somebody who, you know, kind of bait and switched her and uh, went off with somebody else when... You know, friends break up, friends get married, strangers get born and strangers get buried. Like she talks about this. They say, what a sad sight. I swear you could hear a hair pin drop. I don't know if you know the phrase pin drop, but that's mm-hmm. not the line. Mm-hmm. That's not what people say when it's quiet, that you can hear a hair pin drop. Mm-hmm. You can hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. But that's not the line. Mm-hmm. And so like she's she's forcing it in in ways that, like, are, are a bit of a stretch. And you could argue that that just fit with the time, that fit with the meter, you know. I
1: think you could miss- also argue that, uh, coming from her very privileged, uh, mm-hmm. yet also very rural background, Taylor might be completely ignorant of these, like, queer community sure. touchstones and is just, like... Accidentally, uh, like, coincidentally, dropping things into her music that people are mm-hmm. keying into. However, like I said, because she's told people like there's secrets, yep. there's secrets you have to uncover. Here, here we are. Um, and that was that was a song. It was a bonus
0: track on the album Evermore, which was her uh, ninth studio album. She then, and
1: which then was, Evermore, okay. the Park sued her over. <laughs> Did, really? Yeah. Oh, did, are you not aware, you know, the park in Utah that's bad, uh, that's supposed to be like a LARP park called I Evermore Park? I think I may have well, heard of this. I don't think they actually brought a suit. I think they threatened to sue her, and then she was like, good, do it, <laughs> sue me, and then they backed she- down. She has
0: had her fair share of court appearances. I think yeah. she's pretty, pretty, pretty confident in her lawyers at this point. Oh, well, they were um, like the
1: park was completely in the wrong. It was absurd. Yeah, it was a yeah. publicity thing. But anyway, uh, that's Jenny Nicholson has a video where she touches on this briefly. It's oh, it's extremely good. Check that out. Yeah.
0: Um, this was in Evermore. This was her ninth studio album. There's all this scuttlebutt about like, Taylor, do you know what a hairpin is? Da-da-da-da-da. No way that she didn't see all this. Mm-hmm. Um On her 10th studio album, the one that just came out recently, Midnight, she has a bonus track called The Great War, where there's a line that says, It turned into something bigger, somewhere in the haze, got a sense I'd been betrayed. Your finger on my hairpin triggers, soldier down on the icy ground. I don't know if you know that, then. Hair trigger is a phrase. That's Hair hair trigger is a phrase. Hairpin trigger is not a phrase. So, like, it's things like this, where, like... Evan, if you came to me and secretly said, Hey, Evan, I'm... Or, hey, Ronnie, I'm gay. Don't tell anybody. And I go and tell all of my friends, Hey, did you know Evan's gay? That is outing you. That is absolutely malicious, and that is disgusting. If you were an artist, and you made a big, big painting that said, I'm gay, but never like verbally said I'm gay. You just made your art all about this thing. And I turn to my friend and say... I wonder if Evan's gay, that's not outing you. That is media literacy. That is literary analysis mm-hmm. of looking at what is in front of you and saying, hmm, it feels like Taylor is flagging a little bit. It feels like Taylor is trying to tell us something that she maybe explicitly feels like she cannot say out loud. Mm-hmm.
1: I And mm. that's so,
0: disgusting
1: for people
0: to, to, for us to do that.
1: I am um, I'm with you, Ronnie. I see the sure, I see all sure. the I see I see what's going on here. Yeah. My I do but you got me you got me like speculating now. You've got me sure. in the weeds. Sure. And I'm just wondering, like, society is not nearly as homophobic as it was even ten years ago. Like sure. uh sure. like there are there are quite a few like out gay performers and she's got probably as much power as any, like, female artist could have in the industry Mm -hmm. right now. Like, you said so yourself. She's, She's the face of a lot of change in the music industry. She has a very dedicated fan base. It just seems like if she, you know, came out as bi or came out as a lesbian... At this exact moment in history, probably nothing bad would happen. That's not to say that like it isn't still complicated to come out. It just seems like a lot of trouble to go to, to like uh, Easter egg all this. I, like I said, this is this is me speculating now because you've got me yeah. in the spirit. You've got me deep in the weeds, but yeah, I, I it's it's certainly an interesting place to to be in. To yeah. be like looking at all this, but th- that that that's the biggest like gotcha for me with yeah. the is is Taylor Swift a lesbian theorizing. It just seems like it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal for her to come out. And this is a lot of effort to go to to to, to, to like. Tell people that she's gay, you know,
0: for sure, for sure. I think that um, she is a. You know multinational artist and there are lots of places that she's horrors where like it's not okay mm-hmm. um you know worldwide um I mean and 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 this is not me like kind of coming at you Evan I'm kind mm-hmm. of like sharing the the responses that are to these kind of points.
1: Where, oh sure I I brought it up. Yeah but by yes, all means yes,
0: contradict I, me. <laughs> I think there is a strong push in the Hetlor community to to have your point of like, yeah, it's really not that big of a deal at best. And at worst be like, you know, it's, it's never been a big deal. It's fine to be gay. Nothing would happen to her at all. She's, she's absolute, like, this is ridiculous that you think that she would hide this because like, it, is it even a problem to be gay? Like at all, like homophobia is dead.
1: Yeah. No, Um, I'm, I'm for sure not saying that Yeah, just to be, to clarify to the
0: audience. Yeah. Yeah. No understood. But like, the issue of it being like a multinational issue and the issue that like again a lot of the, her fan base is in this Hitler camp that has made it their like dead set goal to prove that she is a heterosexual woman do they still hang on are they still fans when she find when they find out if they find out if she is queer um for someone who her entire Life is based around appeasing everybody from making everyone um, love her and not feel uncomfortable about her personhood. Um, there's a big portion of the Miss Americana documentary where she talks about the uh, midterms ele- midterm elections. This would have been in like 2018 um, in her what she considers her home state of Tennessee. Um, and it shows in that how hard it was for her team to allow her to come out as a Democrat mm-hmm. um, and like to champion for queer folks and to champion for women's rights. And like the they they were talking about the the uh, letting the Violence Against Women Act um just like fade away and how upset she was about that and. And abortion access, and and it was like her. It was clear that her team, and and in in you know interviews since, clear that her team was very uncomfortable with letting her have that kind of a voice with that with letting her kind of like be involved in politics to that degree, where whether or not she feels like it would be a good thing or a bad thing, the calculations that her huge team, which are very involved in the brand of Taylor. It is. It, it seems like they think it would be a bad thing for her and for her brand to be known to be queer. If if that was her her situation. The other thing is that she has been involved in in good friendships, quote unquote, good friendships, speculated romances with a lot of high profile starlets: Carly Kloss, Diana Agron, um, Zoe Kravitz. Uh, Lily, Lily Hull, who was another, um, model that then it, there is, there is question as to whether there are NDAs in place of, Hey, I'm closeted, you're closeted. We need to make sure that we both stay closeted for fear that like you coming out could really make things a lot more difficult for me in my personal life, in my career life, whatever the case may be. Um, are any of these things like amounting to something that feel like yeah that alone is a reason to like that she would never come out no all of these things together I feel like there is reason to believe that like yeah that could be a good reason to like keep it under locks especially now while your career is at its absolute peak um, Ronnie
1: are you familiar with Larry's yes oh certainly yes <sighs> Because uh, this, uh, to be clear, uh, there's there's degrees of that in the same way yeah. that there's degrees of this. But that's what it's reminding me of. Yeah. Uh, for yep. for anybody, anybody listening and like you're I imagine anybody listening is in some fucking fandoms. <laughs> so I probably don't need to explain this to you. But there's a um, I, who I would go so far as to say it rises to the level of conspiracy theory. There's a conspiracy yep. theory about the band One Direction that uh, says that um, Harry Styles and Louis, what's his name? Is it Louis or is it Liam? No, it's it Louis. Louis. You're right. You're right. Yeah, there's another L in it, but no, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Louis. Louis, whatever his name is, uh, were slash. I guess some people still think they are, but certainly that uh, Harry Styles and Louis, what's his face, were uh, gay dating, and that their like record label and all of their handlers okay. wouldn't let them come out, and that all of their relationships and one of them having a baby was all like smoke and mirrors to conceal the fact that they were uh, gay in love. Um, and this, it went really far and this, like I said, this is not quite the same situation because these, these two (laughs) dudes did not like publicly say to their fans, we've got a big secret, analyze our songs to understand our big secret. Uh, like, and also like they were, to my knowledge, the band one direction was not in creative control of like their music and like. You know, they they partially weren't in creative control of their image either. They were, like, fairly young when they were all, like, doing the boy band thing. Um, but, yeah, this is a um, popular and very deep theory that spawned a lot of... Uh, fandom <laughs> wank yeah. for lack of a better word <laughs> uh, yeah like there's there was just so like th- the larry's were like such a dominant force in the one direction fandom for a good long time uh it, it's I, it, fac- but, fascinating parallels
0: <laughs> there's a lot of crossover between the Gaylor and the larry fandom because Hayler, harry styles is one of i will say purported one of Taylor Swift's purported X's, mm-hmm. um, uh, and so people who are hilarious can very, point to that and point to all, if not all, but most of Taylor's relationships. And I think that the the um, concept of a PR relationship is not foreign to people. Like, no, people... no, I, I'm not saying that's a fake concept. Yes, 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 yes. I think that that like I, I just just saying like there are. Actors and actresses and 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 celebrities of any any kind who get together and it's good for PR to be photographed together and and it's 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 you know it's it's interesting, but a lot of, me included I would say a lot of of galers look at a lot of these um, Calvin Harris Tom Hiddleston and not to say that they are queer as well but point to that and say these are beards these are people that taylor's team have uh selected and said you know this is this is who we're gonna do a a paparazzi walk this week because there's some gay stuff that happened recently and we need to like do this in order to calm the press a little bit um and your mileage with that may vary um but taylor has never kind of You know, it's it's not again. It is not her place to confirm or deny any relationship that she has been in, but she hasn't confirmed any of them. Mm. And you know the the John Mayer when she was a teenager, who knows Jake Gyllenhaal when she was a teenager. All of these dudes who are like way too old to be dating a teenager. Like that that there's an aspect of that to it too, where it's just like this is you almost hope that she is has has moved on from men because it's mm-hmm. really really a, a bad history that that she has had um but yeah um it, it's it's there's a lot of things that you can point to as far as some of the guys she's dated and some of the relationships she's been in that have seemed pretty forced and uh basic and um say that well that's a PR relationship and the galers are just kind of maybe taking it one step further to say and and it's she has she has not been ever shy about being huggy and kissy and all over her girlfriends or mm-hmm. friends who are you know not not girlfriends in the sense of like romantic partners but friends who are who are female
1: yeah
0: um uh, friends who are women um
1: and it's it's just an interesting dichotomy to draw yeah it it's, uh, and another so Another aspect that kind of differentiates, uh, like the the Larry thing. I'm sorry, I keep bringing up the Larry thing. No, but it's no, it's the thing it I'm Freddy more familiar. It. It's the thing I'm more familiar with. Um, there, like, you know about uh RPF, right? Re- real person fan fiction. Yes, I mean, yeah. yes. Um, I've always been, admittedly a little bit uncomfortable with the whole concept of real person fan fiction. It's, it's a sliding scale, right? Because some musicians are absolutely like playing a character on the stage. Like somebody, somebody like David Bowie is a really good example. There's not a lot of RPF about David Bowie, but just, just as an example of a, (laughs) of a performer who is playing a character when they are their public stage persona, and then there's someone completely different in their their real life. Um, with One Direction, there's just a ton, just so much fan fiction. so much. I uh like, I checked real quick, and on uh, uh, archive of our own, which is not even the most popular One Direction fanfic site. It's probably Wattpad. On uh archive of our own there's almost 70, 000 one direction fan fictions. yeah, uh I checked Taylor Swift real quick. There's only about thirteen hundred for Taylor Swift, which is a lot, but yep. nowhere near this magnitude, like nowhere near the same like same uh sort of response from the fans to the concept that right. Taylor might be might be queer. Uh, I
0: I think that there's probably and correct me if you feel like this is like not really within the line, but like that strikes me a bit about like I remember when we watched um, Gaycation and in Japan, there was a lot of talk about like the boy love manga mm -hmm. and how like, you know, young boys who are very fit and attractive, like being in close proximity to each other, like for people of a certain, you know, just certain people yeah yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it's a it's it's a very few steps from that to something more uh sexual and i have to imagine the you know the fandom that is one directioners um that that it, there's probably some overlap there and like yeah. this kind of like boy love sort of situation
1: oh for sure yeah the fan fiction community is um majority uh female and like I'm going to say, uh, like, people assigned female at birth who are, like, attracted to men. Sure. Um, and so, like, One Direction is is much more fertile ground yeah. for, uh, like, that kind of... It's, it's more fertile ground for, like, people who are attracted to men than it is for, you know... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We've wound up in this situation where, like, there are, yeah, there are a ton of, there are a ton of lesbians in fandom, there are a ton of, like, bisexual women in fandom, there are a few, like, heterosexual men who are into lesbians, which, but, yeah, it is, like, fan fiction culture is just more, there are more, uh, like, people assigned female who are attracted to men in it than people who would be writing, uh. Uh, queer fan fiction about Taylor Swift. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, and 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 so, you know, when you have Larrys, that is you know, not a far leap from what the conversation about One Direction is in fandom communities and 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 in queer communities and in in fan like fan fiction communities. Um, whereas like you said, Taylor Swift far, far, le- I would be interesting to see how far back some of that fan fiction goes, mm-hmm. um, to see if it is more recent as if it is, you know, maybe it is like completely just heterosexual, uh, yawn, snorefest stuff, or maybe it is like, it is more, you know, Gaylor stuff that has, as, as things have come more to light, um, or, or as things have become more acceptable to talk about, um,
1: this is going to yeah, be, uh, sound dumb and be embarrassing for me but it didn't occur to me until you said that that people would be writing heterosexual fan fiction about taylor
0: swift <laughs> right
1: people evan this is gonna not blow because your mind. people people not, write heterosexual yeah, fan not fiction. because i not, be, not I, I wrote a heterosexual fan fiction once i hey, i should know listen, this but me. um i'm <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that i mean that it's that reduces, it's, that, reduces that reduces the uh Total number of prospective, uh, Gaylor fan fiction to an even smaller number, which is yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, at the core of it. And I and I, I would, I, I think there's still like ground here to talk about more gayer stuff. And also if you are interested in this, I have a, a, a bonus podcast available specifically <laughs> on the, where they may radio Patreon that I, up, I update fairly regularly called Swifty Tilting Planet. Um, that uh, I might go into just like a deep dive into like all of the Gaeler things that are out there. The eye theory, People, uh, the Reputation album cover. People talk about how the one eye of Taylor's face looks off, and they surmise that it's actually Carly Claus's eye that they like Photoshop <laughs> into
1: it. Oh wow, um, that's um, yeah, that's I'm that's that's some that's a little bit wacky, Ronnie. Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I theory. I'm,
0: yeah, I theory is one I don't know if I'm I'm fully on board with, but I theory is certainly like there and like. Whenever eyes come up in Taylor Swift world in any way, shape, or form, it's like, it's eye theory stuff. It's eye theory. <laughs> um, uh, Grammy. So, so, like, there's a lot right now that's – I might just do a d- deep dive into her current uh, quote-unquote boyfriend, her current partner, Joe Alwyn, and just – uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I just don't buy it. <laughs> like there's parts there's parts of it where it's like, no, the logic and the reason point to this being accurate. And then there's things like this scruffy dude from London dating Taylor Swift for the past six years, where I'm just like, I just don't, I, I just don't think so. I I am attracted to men, and I think that Joe Alwyn is a very attractive man. But I still just don't see it. I still just don't see it. And a lot of the lyrics. Uh, who, who, that very much point to, I am not, there's a lot of, of the uh, Taylor Swift or uh, Gaylor fandom that are just lesbians, which mm-hmm. is reasonable to to see. And there's a lot of it that goes into, gosh, I don't see how anyone could write about a man in this way. There's no way that somebody feels like this about a man. And there's some of that that is like worth me stepping into and being like, I I do find men this pretty and I do find men like this intoxicatingly attractive sometimes. Um, But there's also levels to that. And there's also levels to like, you know, you know, some of the lyrics about like your red lipstick and gorgeous hair. And, and, you know, it's, it's, I I, I was so uh, nervous talking to you that I almost couldn't breathe. And it's like, that also feels a bit more sapphic than it does about men. Mm-hmm. But again, that is, your mileage may vary with that. that. There's a lot of stuff with her current boyfriend where I'm kind of like, eh, I don't buy it. I, I think <laughs> it, is, it is a full on bearding relationship. And maybe that's something we can get into more on Swifty Tilting Planet if you ever want to stop by and, and get like the full lowdown. What it comes down to, and I think that this is like the basis for a lot of folks in the gayler community is that you know the not not so much death of the author, but a lot of it comes to interpretation of music. And for a lot of people, Taylor Swift was a nice artist, a fun thing to listen to and and this is for a lot of um, women loving women and 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 sapphic folks once they were able to listen to Taylor's music and see themselves in it and, and feel themselves represented in it, whether it was intentional or not, put a whole different twist on the music and put a whole different, and this is with any art, you know, to, to see yourself represented um, and to feel like your experiences are resonating with the experiences of this purportedly heterosexual person. Um, and, and, and while I, well, I, you know, pin this to just like the lesbian community, this is it, there's so much of her music that is just feels queer in general. This idea of of um, secret romances and feeling like you want to be together and, and can't, or feeling like you want to scream your truth into the world, but not feeling like the world would respond well. Like it's all like very very queer whether or not it is written queer whether or not taylor swift is queer this music is queer and this music Mm -hmm. is very much a a rallying cry for a lot of people who like this music and also feel like they are caught in similar webs that the protagonist of a taylor swift song even if that is not taylor herself Though Taylor is like an artist who is like, yep, basically all of my music is autobiographical. Like, again, she says that and also says, and also pick through all of this, like it's a hay bale. <laughs> hey um, the protagonist of a Taylor Swift song sure has a lot of things that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And do some people take it to the next level? Yes. Do I take it to the next level? Yes. Do some people take it too far? Yes no matter what level you are on, there is going to be a member of the Hitler community that says, no, no, this is not for you. Mm -hmm. You, that interpretation is invalid. That interpretation is, is wrong because Taylor's straight. And she's told me so when she dated Harry Styles and Joe Jonas, and
1: she came um, to me in my dreams and she told me that she's straight and you're gross
0: and you're gross. And like, that is the point at which like, yeah, I mean, I don't think that Gaylors are are any worse than any other fandom when they react to things like that in kind of a negative way or into a doubling down kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big a big kerfuffle that happened. Uh, it was it, it's it's referred to as Lavender Gate um, when Taylor was um, doing weekly, basically uh, a couple times a week tiktoks about what the titles of her songs were going to be um on the new album and they revealed a song called lavender gate and of course all or the the song was called lavender haze and of course all of the gaylers and the queer taylor taylor swift fans are saying like this is our she's gonna do it like she's gonna come out she's going to uh be as loud as we want her to be and then that evening she releases a Instagram live or an instagram reel uh where she talks about how you know she has to dodge weird rumors, and you know lavender haze is all about being in this haze that you don't want to come out out of with your lover who you've been with for so many years, and she's been with this man for you know about this amount of time purportedly, and you've gotta dodge the weird rumors and 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 it's you know really. It really felt like she was head washing the song and a song that we had not heard yet, granted, but like had to immediately like the song is lavender. But let me make sure you know how straight it is. (laughs) Um, Later, the song came out and it's all about how she doesn't like that people uh, accuse her of being married and accuse her of, of, you know, being involved in these relationships where maybe she's not. And, and it's, it's, it's very like uh, talking about like people, one of the lines is um, the only kind of girl they see is a one night or a wife. And like that certainly feels like it's speaking more to people saying, Hey, you're secretly engaged and you secretly have a baby with mm. your current boyfriend than it mm-hmm. does to you've dated women in the past. And it's very telling that the Hitlers immediately jump to the weird rumors are that she said are that she could be gay. That's weird. That would be so strange for her to say that. Um, and that is kind of the uphill battle any queer fan. They're they're like, it is like really the. the so let me let me backpedal for a second. There was a lot of people saying like. This is a parasocial relationship. We all need to, like, take a step back. Like, we are too involved here. We are all getting very upset because Taylor is is saying this. And it's, like, for us within the Gaylor community to try and police that way, fine. But it also felt like it was coming from outside the Taylor community and maybe, like, from the Gaylor community and from, like, Taylor's team. And it's, like, this is just the reaction. Like, you cannot massage this reaction because... As we have keep coming back to, you have welcomed this parasocial relationship, maybe mm-hmm. not parasocial relationship to the degree of like stalking and things like that, but you have welcomed us to <clears throat> pick apart your autobiographical songs and look for clues and Easter eggs that point us towards the conclusion that like only deep, deep Taylor fans can see. Mm-hmm. And this is the reaction. This is not an overreaction. This is the reaction. This is what you get like this is this is where what you have have led us to. And so like I don't think that Gaylers are are above doubling down on some of like the reaction that we have to the music and also Hetlors double down in the same way. There's like a lot of hate that has been born out of which I think is, is you know we see a lot in the country writ large of whenever there is progress, there is also an equal and opposite reaction to that of like, we are working in the Gaylor discord on how to be as safe as possible at the Eras tour, because there are hat who are like, if I see anyone who looks even a little fruity, like my drink is getting thrown at them. Like Mm. it is, it is like, not not the, the best environment, but also like one that we feel represents us well because it's one that has been built by Taylor and has been built by all these ways that help us resonate with facing maybe queerness in a world that is definitely not okay with you personally being queer. You Whether it's you personally as a multi-billion dollar starlet or you personally as someone who is a listener to Taylor Swift's music because Taylor Swift um, is actually very straight and all of her music is straight. And if you think otherwise you're gross and, and disgusting. And so like, you know, there's a lot more to it than that, but that is what I feel like it boils down to is, is this doubling down on there's, there's some hate against us and there is some real resonating feelings with the music of Taylor Swift it can't all be like it's there's there's very funny like tweets out there and stuff like that say like things along the line of like a classic taylor swift song i am so in love with you and i know we have to keep it a secret because society will never accept our true love Co- dot 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 boy like there's there's like a lot of of music that is written very queer until it comes to the pronouns, and then it's like, oh no, this is just about her boyfriend. This is about them. Their Romeo and Juliet esque relationship, and how she's so tired of being in the paparazzi's eye. And at a certain point, it's like it can't all just be about the paparazzi. Mm-hmm. There's there's something more happening here, and I think it's worth considering and and uncovering a bit and. Supporting, of course, like that's a large part of the of the Gaylor community is like just creating a sphere that is like welcoming of Taylor the person. While also not being the I I compare the the R slash Taylor Swift subreddit to the R slash Gaylor Swift subreddit as like the Taylor Swift subreddit is going to see that she has flown her jet more than any celebrity and, and burned more fuel than than all of Delta Airlines combined. And say, she just she's you know, she didn't really do that. These <laughs> these numbers are, are feigned or like it's all celebrities do that. This list is not. And then there's the Gayler side, which is like, hey, that's in in some cases is like, hey, that's fucked Taylor. Like you are not above reproach. And also the Gayler side that's like, well, she has to do that to fly around the country to see all of her many secret girlfriends. Um, <laughs> but. It's it's <clears throat> it is creating an atmosphere that is welcoming of Taylor, whoever she is, whatever she is. We love your music. Also, you got some shit that you need to work through. We're not just standing you no matter what. But your music's also really beautiful and great. And whoever you are, we are welcoming of you when the time comes um, for you to make. An announcement if you want to like there's there it's there's so there's so much stuff like she it, i i i, I we're we going getting into like two hour territory now and so i don't want to like just keep on like going down these meandering, meandering paths as they come up um taylor swift has not been shy about correcting the record um whether it is her team pointing out immediately that they would not be performing in the Super Bowl. Um, this this past time, there was rumors about that. Whether it's about um, you know people that will not be uh, featured on the upcoming record, she's very quick to like, nope, nope, I'm setting the record straight. Um, but there's also a ton of articles written about like maybe Gayler, maybe maybe gay, maybe maybe queer, and. The reaction is a resounding just, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know, which if like, you know, in my opinion, points to it being like, I don't want to talk about that right now. And the Gaylers are like, that's fine, Taylor. And the Hetlers are like, nope, that means she's straight. And it's it's complicated and it's a little messy and and I'm a little messy in, to being involved with it I'm not I'm not above like admitting that like I I'm a bit you know overzealous about this stuff um a big thing that you'll see in the subreddit is just clown emojis everywhere because a lot of the times it is we understand that these are big swings and big reaches and sometimes it is just fun to clown um stop me before I clown again like is a big like a uh, resounding thing that comes up in the subreddit and like some of it is tongue in cheek, but it all I feel like stems from this place of gosh, this music really resonates with me. And maybe, maybe it's a fandom that I'm a part of. And like any fandom that I've been a part of, it has its bumps and flaws. And, uh, and you are damn tootin that I can excuse almost all of those
1: away in some way <laughs> shape or form look like, you feel the way you feel about it <laughs> I mean everybody is in fandom because they feel deeply emotional about yes. something yeah. obviously yeah. Uh, and like it would be cool if Taylor Swift were gay yeah. it would be cool I think so I think it would be cool I think I
0: think I think Evan I think it is cool <laughs> Taylor Swift is gay Um, and uh and yeah I don't think I I don't think we will ever know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think we will ever get that coming out. There's a song uh the very last song of the bonus tracks of Midnight's is called Dear Reader which um really all of the Gaylor community has just taken to be like, "Hey, this is as, this is as out as I'm ever going to be." Um you know, and that's fine for me and I hope it's fine for you and also I know that you idolize me, but there's lots of other queer artists out there who are who are queer and and talented and like very loudly clear queer and you should go support them because I will never be able to be like the shining star that you need me to be.
1: Also important, yeah, support actual yes. uh, well, I I I said the word yeah. actual. Support uh out queer artists who are, who yeah. are doing their thing and living their truth. Uh give them yeah. money also. That was a big that was a big Rallying cry after
0: Lavendergate was like, gosh, we need to, like, really buckle down and make sure we are supporting Girl in Red, uh, King Princess, um, just all these, these tremendous. Uh, Taylor, did you know Girl in Red? Mm-mm. Girl in Red I'm is... I told you, Ronnie, I'm not cool about I music. I know, I know. Indie artist, uh, very gay, and so, so gay that, like she listens to girl in red is the modern day. Like she's a friend of Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taylor Swift put on her Instagram that, you know, everyone should go stream the new girl in red album, which she loves. So she, she listens to girl. In red. Um, <laughs> and, and, and not to say that, like it, it can't be messy with fictional characters because fictional characters have a real world human source looking at you turf. K rowling, Mm -hmm. um not to say that it can't get messy with fictional characters but like gosh if you're interested in fandom and you want to get into something fictional might be the way to go because doing this with real people is real messy yeah um because humans are messy and humans uh make mistakes and err and flaw Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. maybe if you're coming from my perspective um you know uh maybe don't Tamp down parts of their fan base that are extremely toxic. When people say, "Hey, this could be gay," and in a very general sense, maybe people phrase things wrong in a song, and it gets uh, grabbed by a community and is used as proof, and then you have to backpedal that or just keep moving forward with that. And it's just messy. It's just messy. Yeah. Taylor Swift humans, owes
1: humans nothing to me. Is is what it comes
0: down to. Yeah, but humans also...
1: humans don't follow a narrative arc, you know. There's... No, no, they don't.
0: And and if one person is going to, it's going to be Taylor. She's got it all planned out. Damn it.
1: Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if I fully believe her. I'm not going to get into a tangent about it. But when she says like I planned everything, every every sure, cue is sure. perfect, every Easter egg is exactly what I intended. Um, as somebody who writes for fun, no, it ain't. Like some yeah, of that you. Yep uh accidentally included and didn't realize some you repeated some motifs accidentally without realizing it and also like you made up some shit as you went along Uh, Mm um so yeah yep I, i i think that there is like
0: definitely elements of that and 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 you know it's it's there are a lot of of both clown galers and and clown hetlers and get, and you know hetler is is kind of like the turf of of uh taylor fandom where like hetlers don't like to be called hetlers and so they'll demand that there's another word or they demand that they're just called swifties or something and you know whatever but like there's a lot of it like they'll take an a, a lyric that is completely generic like he held my hand by the beach and they'll uh you know, she also said that same line in an album 12 years ago. And they'll be like, look, she knew she was going to say this. And it's like, that's just like writing. Mm. Like you, you repeat different tropes and different things like that. And also it's the same author. So that's not surprising Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Um, But there are also some larger scale things that are like, oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. And that, that feels explicit. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's it's even outside of the Gaylor sphere, if you're just looking at it as a Taylor Swift fan, it's just fun. It's fun to, like, be in that world and connect all these puzzle pieces and dots and, like, to, uh you know... I, I sometimes envy those who can just, like, see them as Easter eggs as, like, something that pops up and it's like... Oh, like, that's, like, similar to how things were on, on Speak Now. Like, that's a, a similar color motif to Speak Now and not... Yes, this color is exactly the same color that she used in this lavender haze music video. I used the, the I use the eyedropper. Yeah, I use the eyedropper. We we there are some eyedropper stuff in the music videos that have come out recently. Um, I I gosh that we what this has shown is that I need to more regularly create Swifty Tilting Planet episodes mm-hmm. because there's a lot of stuff there
1: and a yeah. lot of stuff that's worth talking about. You got so much to say, Ronnie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got so much to say. Taylor's given me so much and she owes me nothing, but also if she could just come out as queer, that would yeah. be
1: fine. It'd save you it'd that. save you a lot of hours.
0: Gosh, it would it would I mean the the Gaylor Swift subreddit would become the new primary Taylor Swift subreddit and mm. we could just like live our truth. It would be great. Um, I don't, if, if you are interested in this, I, I don't want to like, uh, I, I feel almost bad advertising it because sometimes <laughs> we do get like a flood of people coming in that are not gailers and are just there to stir shit up. But I feel like, Evan, your listeners are probably pretty chill. If you're gay, if you, if you are interested in, in, in galerism, then like r slash swift is like a cool, there might be some kind of like an entry process, um, because we've been kind of. Uh, get, uh, Hetlor bombed before, but uh, but yeah, you should you should you know check it out.
1: Check yeah, out the uh, the Taylor Swift Master don't, Doc and don't stuff. Don't be weird though, don't like, be just weird. go there yeah. and be normal. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just learn. I, I, I think that's with any community for like the first mm-hmm. like three months, maybe even a year. You don't post nothing, you don't Mm-mm. raise your voice, you just learn and listen. And I'm still on that probation. There's only a couple of times where I've raised my hand, uh, especially being like a mask person in that in that uh, arena. I'm always like a little more sheepish than anything else. But um, it's welcoming. It's welcoming. And if you you want to learn and, and join along, you can be excited and and uh, go through threads of the new Midnight's songs as they come out and just. Really emphasize why each song is so so queer. There's so many queer songs, Devin. <laughs> that should be a whole thing. It's just I, I play for you like all the queerest songs of Taylor Swift. Just give you a playlist and then make we'll be a make a Spotify
1: list and I'll I'll link to it when I post oh this. yeah I yeah. totally will I yeah, totally yeah 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 get get people real real deep in the uh mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. the theorizing yeah there
0: definitely already is a Gaylor Swift uh, playlist on. Spotify, but I can... Curate curate
1: your mm. own, I would
0: prefer. Yes, if, yes. I, I think mean, I can, if you I want to. I, can, I think I can truncate it down to, like, mm-hmm. the main points that are, like, you... There's a lot of songs in the uh, Gaylor Swift list on Spotify that are, like, if you're in the community, you look at it and say, oh, yeah, that seems a little gay. But then there are songs where it's, like, you know, you are sitting there and, and looking at the listener like, irrefutably, this is a gay song and no one in the entire world can dispute that. And, uh, yeah, there's probably like 10, 11 of those that are, that are worth uh, digging into for sure.
1: Ronnie, you want to, you want to plug some stuff? You got some stuff to
0: plug? Um, sure. Uh, you, we are going to, this is, this is my foray back into 2023 podcasting. Uh, and I think Evan and I with, uh, with another, uh, a very important part of the puzzle, Andy, uh, we'll be getting back to ending pending very soon. Um, so check out Ending Pending weekly, usually on Wednesdays or Thursdays. Um, one TV, one one season TV shows uh, mm-hmm. that didn't get the credit they deserve. We we, we uh, sometimes give them the credit they deserve, and sometimes just ring them up for the charges that they uh, were never assigned because they should be punished.
1: Um, yeah, we never shut up about gay shit on that podcast either. So yeah, yeah you know if that's why you're here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Uh, Other than that, listen to to all the shows on the Where They May Radio network. Um, If you are interested in this uh, more then like I said, the uh, Where They May Radio Patreon exclusive podcast, Swifty Tilting Planet, uh, is a lot of fun. And I go real into depth into a lot of Taylor Swift stuff. And uh, it's like I said, it's going to have to make a comeback pretty soon because it's it's. This stuff is boiling over. Yeah, this stuff you're is just bubbling frothing, to the
1: frothing yeah. with Swifty content.
0: Yep, 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 yep. Um, Other than that, uh, check out Bristol Podworks if you are interested in making your own podcast. Uh, a lot of uh, Where They May Radio shows are, are produced by Bristol Podworks. Um, and um, listen to Ivy. Listen to the song Ivy by Taylor Swift. Um... And just and just let me know how that how that sits with you, <laughs> and then and then come back to me and we can talk more about this stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think plugging billionaire Taylor Swift's music mm. is a good use of my time.
1: Yeah, here. a little. Yeah, how problematic of you, Ronnie? Uh, <laughs> standing billionaires. Well, not a billionaire yet. I
0: will need you at Perry uh, Billionaire. Approximately uh, two months. I will need you to go back and edit most of this episode because i'm gonna have some different thoughts uh, about that horrible person taylor swift as well you should yeah yep eat the rich um we'll never find her she's she's got great security so like she's safe i'm good there we'll never be able to get her to the guillotine uh but but yeah (laughs) oh thank you so much for having me on evan this this has been a lot of fun i hope this uh feels uh true to your podcast format oh yeah very much yeah uh
1: i think i'm actually a little off the beaten path but sure (laughs) yeah well look the the fan fiction is good actually is the title of the podcast but like Mm -hmm. realistically i knew i wasn't going to just be able to talk about exclusively fan fiction always all the time there's there's so many aspects of fandom
0: life i mean there's really not that much fan fiction out there right it's it's basically like you know yeah it's
1: just like one website basically <laughs> it's one website
0: and like a couple of people thought the guy from supernatural looked cool and mm-hmm. so they
1: you know dug
0: into that a bit yeah a bit. maybe there's like six or seven pieces
1: yeah they definitely didn't invent uh, a, a fetish and a subculture specifically for that um no. talk right. about messy i didn't do that with taylor swift <laughs> Uh, alright, I'm gonna stop recording. <laughs> That's great. Fanfiction is good actually is part of Where They May Radio. A small family of podcasters just doing our best. You can keep up with Fanfiction Is Good Actually on Twitter at fanfic is good pod, and you can reach Evan via email at fanfic isgood at gmail.com. For bonus content, including bonus episodes, visit patreon.com slash WTM radio.
0: Where they may, radio.